Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. This is Kelly Fox and I am here. We are talking step number eight, possibilities, you know, one of my favorites. And tonight we're going to be talking about detaching from the how. And to me, that kind of means of not stressing or stopping yourself from doing what it is that you feel or that you um, want to do or need to do or called to do because you're not really sure how you're going to do it. Um, And so just being willing to step into it and trust that um, everything you need to know or the help that you'll need to succeed will come forth. So Terry is going to be a little late tonight, but we are excited to have a awesome guest coach on tonight, and I will welcome her now. How are you doing, Lori Marie? Okay. I don't know what's going on if I can't hear her. Um, so we'll just keep going um, until she's able to come on. Lori, can you can you um, hear me? I can hear you, Kelly. Can you hear me? Yes. Hello? I can hear you now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to get my speakers working here. It's so good to be with you. You too. I'm glad you were able to come on tonight and uh, speak to possibilities and uh, detaching from the how. I think that um, a lot of what you share with your um, with your following goes along these this line of thinking. So um, if you could just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and then what does possibilities mean to you? Absolutely. So hello, everyone. I'm Lori Marie. I'm an intuitive coach and photographer. And so... I've been on my own, I guess, uh, healing journey slash spiritual awakening awakening now for about seven years. And so it's been an interesting ride. And part of that, I would say, is definitely uh, speaks to possibilities because there came a point in my journey where I had to decide to make myself important that I had to decide that I was worth doing the healing work for myself. And so once I had said yes to myself and decided that I was worth um, doing the healing work, everything opened up for me and my whole world changed in the best possible way. Um, Uh So I really, you know, when you speak about possibilities, um, you know, we have no idea 
what can happen or what the universe has in store for us when we say yes to ourselves. But it's getting to that place of believing we're worth doing the work for. Totally agree. I love that. Yeah. Um, I think that we generally we all need to come to that point where we love ourselves. And the mm-hmm. more that we love ourselves, the more we can um, share ourselves with the world. And I really think that each one of us has something to share that the world needs. Yeah. Not that we want, but that it needs. And when we yes. hold back that um, that thing that we were sent here to do, uh, it deprives everyone of of what it is mm-hmm. that you can give. Right, absolutely. I know for myself, anytime I feel like out of sorts or out of alignment, I can always kind of refer back to like, okay, am I serving? You know, am I living this this message or this mission that I'm here to 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 you know play out and so <clears throat> I believe we're creatures of service I believe we are meant to give and to serve but I think it it also is not meant to come at a price meaning I don't think we're meant to give to the especially women I think we're not meant to give to the point of depletion and exhaustion and have nothing left over. And so yeah. when I say that I, I had to get to a place of knowing I was worth the work or important enough was to say that my needs mattered too, right? And that yeah. I had to really learn to accept myself as I am the 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 light and the dark, right? The parts yeah. that I deemed unworthy or unlovable, I had to come to a place of accepting all those pieces and all those parts and giving those parts love too. Yes. 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 Yeah. yeah. My e- my needs equal your needs for sure, for sure. I know, like, I used to... Uh, pride myself on the fact that I would give you the last drop of my cup. And it was a long time before I realized that if I gave my last drop, then what was left for me? Nothing. Nothing was left for me. So where was that cutoff point? Was I going to leave 20% in my cup for me? Was I going to leave... 50% 50% in my cup for me, and then right. I realized that if I'm constantly filling my cup, I actually can have a full cup and still give because I can give from the overflow. I think that that was a huge aha for me of I don't have to deplete myself at all to serve and give mm-hmm. to others because I can give from my overflow. And Absolutely. And having that over yeah. that um that over, you know, overflow, that abundance actually allows you to give so much more. Yeah, and it's such a beautiful and, thing. 
cleanly, you know, because you're not expecting something something from the giving. You're just giving to give. <laughs> and I think that yes. I think that is the, the biggest change um, for me because I used to give so you would need me. I used to give so you would include me. I used to give so you would give back to me. And so like all me, of that love me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. all of it was tainted because there was an expectation with it. And now I can give because I want to give and I'm not expecting something in return. And it's a totally different um, type of service. There's no, there's no resentment. There's no bitterness. There's no any of that because of the way I am choosing to, to give it. Well, it comes from an authentic place because, you know, you're, like, I love what you said about, you know, bitter and resentment. Like, if you're feeling that resentment or you're feeling angry, you know, a lot of times it's because you've overgiven and you've said yes to things you really wanted to say no to. And mm-hmm. that's no fun for anybody. <laughs> yeah. So giving from an authentic place actually feels good because you wanted to do it and you weren't looking for anything in return. You're just giving for the love of giving. And so it's a yeah. very, I think, a uh, very different way to give when it comes from a place of my cup is full and I have lots to give versus I'm completely depleted and I have nothing to give. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and there's been moments in my life where I have been completely empty and I feel like people are still asking for more of me. And so I have dug down deep more than I could get. And to live like mm-hmm. that is so not enjoyable. So not enjoyable. And so now Exhausting. that... Oh, yeah. Now that I um, have let go of that, like, it has totally changed my um, my attitude or even my, my filter, the way I think about giving or serving, and has just, uh, like, I, I can even take myself back to a moment when I was in that um, and just even thinking about it makes me like ill and exhausted. So yeah, mm-hmm. never want to go back to that place. And I, if you're <laughs> in that place right now, if you're listening and you're in that place, um, there's I a way out. <laughs> I, yeah, there is a way out. You can, it, you do not have to do that. You can choose differently. Take your power back and choose differently. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So um, we've gotten a little off topic, but I will trust that all that needed to be shared. Um, but uh, when talking about detaching from the how, I know that you mm-hmm. um, that you this is part of your message as well. And so I'd really love for you to share with our listeners 
um, you know, what you're thinking of right now around detaching from the how. Right. So I think as humans, we want to know how it's all going to play out, right? We want to know how's that job going to look? How's that relationship going to go? Will we get married? Won't we get married? Will we have children? Won't we have children? How will it all work, right? How will things go if I make that choice or this choice or, you know, we, we like to know how it's going to work. The funniest part about it is like, we're not meant to know how we're meant to trust, to tune in, right. To get guidance, to allow our path to guide us. And then Mm -hmm. we're meant to take action on that guidance. And sometimes it's a really scary thing we have to do, right? Maybe we have to quit our job or leave that relationship or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, I like to think of it as like the cliff of life, like you're on the cliff of life and you're being called to jump off and you don't know how you're going to land and there may not be a net, right? But which I believe is like, essentially having faith it's like walking in faith not knowing where the path is leading but just trusting you'll be held and you'll be supported I've been on the cliff of life many times now and um and really it requires you to trust that okay my soul's calling me to this I'm being guided to this I need to leap Right, and I need to have like they call it a leap of faith, right? And yeah. it requires you to sometimes do things that are really scary, which is where you know having the kind of training that you and I have have experienced and gone through, and also support clients in is so important. You know, helping people through their fear. And right. so knowing the how comes from a place of trusting and believing and really some of it is practice like practicing just like anything else knowing that oh okay I did it that one time I can do it again and then the more you do it the more you're being called to take that leap or to jump the more you kind of release the how and the needing to know Mm -hmm. how it's going to all play out and yeah the more focus I also believe that you put into you know a lot of it comes down to perception and how you see things and so if you can focus on the belief that of course it's working out for my best good right or for all involved um, that can really support you too because life is always mirroring back to us what is happening in our internal world so knowing the how is a very human thing. It's very natural. And uh, it's the one thing that we're meant to release, needing to know the how. Um, As a really simple example of this, I like to think of it this way. I like to think like, okay, the universe, God, whatever you, uh, you know, feel drawn to um, is giving us puzzle pieces. And we get one puzzle piece at a time. And somebody took the box, and we have no idea what it's supposed to look like. (laughs) 
But we just need to lay down that next puzzle piece, and then the next one will be revealed, and then the next one, and the next one. And over time, we have enough pieces that we can actually see what it's meant to look like. But until then, we just need to keep taking that step forward and taking the next action and taking the next action. So it's really an unfolding and an allowing and a surrendering and trusting uh-huh. in releasing the how, releasing to need to know how. Yes. 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 Last, um, last month was surrender. And so, yes, mm. surrendering to what is, surrendering to what will be. And I think, like, I, I truly do believe that everything that happens is for my good and that there's a reason for it happening and that I'm going to learn from it and become stronger. But when you're, when I'm down in the, in the muck of it, heck yeah, Mm -hmm. that's tested, right? Like, no, (laughs) I don't need to know this. I don't need this lesson. Let's move on. Right. But, (laughs) you know, I mean, I really do believe that. And I think that, um, you know, there's going to be lessons that we'll uh, have that we definitely don't want. But what will we, what will we get from them? Like uh, Rhonda Britton um, says something about um, if you're given a lemon, then squeeze every drop of juice out of it. You know, learn mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. everything possible that you could from that lesson, and. And so I think of I think of it like that. Like uh, about five years ago, I I didn't get a lemon. I got a whole tree. And I was like, okay, how? What can I? What can I learn from this? How can I um, get every ounce out of this lesson so that I don't have to learn this ever again? And. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of that was kind of my attitude as I went through it. And so I looked at every situation and you know, looked at every feeling, every thought, every choice and was like, Okay, um, this is good, this is where it went bad, we're not doing this ever again, right? And um and I think that that's, that's useful information for me to move forward. I love though that you were talking about um, the cliff of life. I always think of it as um, Indiana Jones when he has to step off and then of the of the <laughs> cliff, and then mm-hmm. once he steps off, then the board's there, right? And he can walk across the board. And so mm-hmm. um, that's always the visual that I have when I when I see it. But I think also just being like you said earlier, saying yes to yourself, being open and willing to say yes to yourself yeah. that when when a possibility presents itself to you that you're ready to jump you're ready to go yes you're ready to say you know you have space available and um you know you're going to move into that and you're going to do it and do you know how you're going to do it maybe not but the mm-hmm. opportunity came and you were willing to say yes you know mm-hmm. um like every time I got a new kid, I was like, 
probably about starting <laughs> around two months before they they were coming, I was completely freaking out, right? Because I was like, how <laughs> am I going to take care of another child? But at that point, right, it's too late. So, you know, it's like, okay, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I know that somehow I will, right? Like it's just taking mm-hmm. it one day at a time. I'm, you know, even with the sixth kid, I was like, okay, I've done this five times. I know I can do it. <laughs> so it's just trusting that if I continue to put one foot in front of the other, that all will, you know, all will take care of itself. And mm-hmm. and I think that a lot of the times we can get stuck in, well, I don't see the next step or I don't see the the sixth step in front of the five I can, right? And it's um and it just keeps us kind of frozen in um, yeah, and in that unknown. Mhm. Mhm. And sometimes um I've experienced too where maybe you're not getting any guidance. And let me just say that that is guidance. It just means that right now is not the time to move forward. Cuz I used to get really frustrated by that. I'd be like, "Oh, why can't like I'm not getting any answers here. Why aren't we moving? Like, come on, let's go," you know? And so mm-hmm. I had to learn to be patient and also like trust that okay now is not the time I'm not getting any guidance on this it's time for me to go inward to take this time for myself and when the time is right then I can you know then I will take that step forward and as an example of that um, so like last year I had this feeling for a while like okay I meant to like style our our home right okay so I styled the home and then I had this feeling that we we're going to start traveling <clears throat> but I didn't know when and so I was starting to get really antsy it was like springtime and I was like okay where is it is it time now is it time now you know like a little kid like can we go yet can we go yet and yeah. I hadn't gotten the yes yet you know so I had um put our place on Airbnb and then when I got the go then we started traveling. And so I just wanted to give like kind of a more concrete example of like, you know, sometimes you get guidance or you get some answers, but then you don't hear anything for a while. Well, it's because maybe now is not that time to take that next step. So part of this journey requires patience too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hate when the answer is wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but there's learning well, in that too, you know. There's okay. there's a lesson yeah. in that too, and I love what there you is. said earlier too about you know like just taking it one day at a time and one moment at a time, and I think the other piece too that kind of came up while we were talking is that. Um, again, it kind of comes back to, you know, how how are we perceiving our situation or what we're going through, right? You had mentioned earlier, like, oh, I got a lemon tree, right, instead of just some lemons. I think yeah. how, we, how we choose to look at what we're experiencing, now, this is easier said than done. However, uh, I think the more we can 
observe what's happening, when it's happening, the less we actually suffer. Because it's the suffering, it's the things we tell ourselves about what's happening that creates the pain and creates the suffering when we're going through these, you know, challenging lessons. And so it's really important to watch um, our mindset when we're going through life's challenges or struggles because that really dictates um, how we're going to feel about what's happening and whether or not we actually suffer. There may be things that are difficult, but we get to decide how much we actually suffer. And so yeah. it's a really, it's, it's such an interesting thing when you start looking at the lessons of your life and how are you viewing them, right? It's like I can look at the lessons of my life and I could choose to stay in like a victimhood place but that's really not serving me. And then it also um, really disempowers me. And so now, and I definitely have gone there before, you know, I definitely had been there before in different times in my life, kind of looking at it like, you know, oh, I, you know, feeling like a victim. Now there have been times yeah. I have been victimized. That's a very different thing. But when we can look at it as, okay, this is what's happening right now, but it's happening for me and not to me, and here are the valuable lessons I'm learning from it, like you mentioned earlier, like looking at how can I learn from this so I don't have to repeat it, right? Yeah. I think that's really an important piece to, to mention because how it goes is also determined by how we're perceiving it or how we're looking at it. Absolutely. Yeah. Terry, I see that you have joined us. Is there anything yeah, that you would like to add to the conversation? Hi. Hi. I don't know what what you were talking about, dear, so let me know. Oh. <laughs> we're I talking about how we perceive things. Mm-hmm. How you perceive things, your filter and your uh, mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how you, you per- how, how yeah. you perceive things kind of determines how it it's going to go and how much uh, pain you experience. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so true. I was uh, I was just thinking about that the other day when I was uh, talking on one of the Zooms that I'm doing in the morning about, um, you know, our feelings and, and being able to recognize what's underneath those feelings. And then being mm-hmm. able to have the mindset that once you really, you know, say you're sad or you're mad or you're frustrated or overwhelmed, well, what, you know, it's kind of analyzing, well, what is the feeling? You know, you, you can feel it, but um, where is that feeling coming from? And then being able to look at that underneath situation or that circumstance or that uh, look going to the past instead of staying in the present or trying to analyze the future instead of staying in the present. What is it that's underneath that? And then having the mindset that, well, is that in my control or is it not in my control? And if it is, um, how can I step out of my comfort zone, take some stretches or risks that will allow me to change how I see that, uh, be aware and willing to look at things differently, to make a new choice, and and that way we can really address that feeling 
and be able to, and I don't want to say cope with it, but be able to actually do something with that feeling that moves us forward and keeps us from being stuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Is, that what is that kind of what you were talking about? <laughs> All right. You blended in beautifully. Yeah. We are completely out of time, so I'm so glad you were able to come on and share something with us, Carrie. Um, I know our listeners get a lot uh, from you and your wisdom here on Fearless Generations. And we thank you, Lori Marie, for being here and sharing uh, with us your goodness and wisdom as well. We appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, Yeah. thanks so much for having me. Yeah, Yeah, we love having Um, you. And I, I will listen to the recording. Everybody listen to the recording Now uh, we thank you for being here Listeners we ask you to keep coming back Every Monday Uh, We will be here uh, for you And with you And we want to remind you that The 12 steps to freedom are from Rhonda Britton The CEO of Fearless Living And you can find out more about her At fearlessliving.org And until next week everyone Be fearless Absolutely Be fearless Bye Lori Marie Thank you. Bye.